0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about Armor 2.0 currently and how it's kind of existing in Season of Dawn. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at sayno to rage.com. I'm probably live right now. These usually hit the feeds when I'm live. If you're listening to an audio version or watching on YouTube, YouTube, it's great if you hit the subscribe button, the bell button and all that, and that helps me out on the channel as well. Coming into Twitch and clicking follow is also a great way to support me. So, Armor 2.0 currently is the subject matter here. We're, we're having people saying things in, in chat. We're having, uh, you know, Paul Tazzy said they should all be ornamental. We've had folks come in and say, I'm not getting the stuff that I want. I'm not changing anything. I'm not even using the new mods. And I have to kind of agree with the people that aren't really looking to engage in a new way with really any of the things so i'm going to start this talk by just telling you what i'm doing what have i been doing this season have i been engaging with the new stuff with the armor messing around with the charge with light stuff you know i'm going to give you kind of my experience second i'm going to talk about no grind there just doesn't seem to be a grind for the armor an intentional one at all to get the roles or the affinity that you want and then i'm going to end by making suggestions i do think there are some things that could change here uh, to create a better pathway for people and a pursuit, and to make these things matter, because I think armor is—I think armor is good, and there's good things about it. But I—but I also think that they're—they're kind of shortchanging it. So let me just talk about what I'm doing. I'm basically using all of the same pieces from last season. I'm not using anything new. I checked this morning on my, I think it was my Titan. I wasn't using anything new that had the new slots. So let's check on my Hunter and see. I don't think I've used a single one. Primarily what I've been doing is I have been using the mods and swapping them around to ensure that I get the maximum amount of ammo finders and uh, stacking scavengers and things like that. So primarily what I've been doing is just messing with the mods and doing stack of scavenger, stacks of finder, things like that when I go into sundial. So I haven't been fiddling with it at all. If I have equipped any of the new armor, it's been the high stat rolls you get from later in the season pass. If you've leveled up the season pass enough, you know the new armor pieces drop with all like mid-60s stat rolls and they're all void. So any of the Any of the armor changes I've made have primarily been from the armor on the season pass. I don't say that to say that's a bad thing, I'm just kind of giving you my testimony of what I've been doing. I haven't really felt the motivation to try to go find armor or get armor and The high void rolls that are basically guaranteed on the season pass are the only ones I've really even looked at. So basically, I'm ignoring the armor apart from just mod swapping. I'm not really paying any attention to it. And when you go into Sundial, keeping your heavy uh, healthy. So if you have lots of sword ammo or lots of linear fusion ammo, that seems to be really the only thing that matters in the Sundial activity. You can kind of bypass a lot of the stuff. You can bypass a lot of the frustrations by just making sure you always have uh, heavy ammo on you. And that leads to my second point, no grind. There just doesn't seem to be a grind for the armor at all. They updated the way you get armor in Escalation Protocol, but again, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of intentionality over the pieces you get, the rolls you get, or the affinity. There's multiple layers of RNG. If you guys remember any of my classic rants from D1 about the Imago loop. The Imago loop grind was too many layers of RNG. You had to run strikes to get a key, and you might not get a key at all. Then you had to go open the chest, and you might not even get the gun. And then when you got the gun, you might not even get the roll that you want. There were so many layers between you and the desired drop that you were looking for that it led to lots of frustration. I believe something similar is happening with armor in that there's way, way less intentional intentionality in the actual grind to get a piece that you want, whether it's gauntlets, a helmet, a chest piece, whatever. Then beyond that, literally no intentionality over the stat rolls, and that's understandable. There's six stats on the armor. It's going to be hard to get a stat trend that you want. And then after that, zero control over affinity, which can be very limiting to your loadout if you love running a certain weapon type. Like right now, when I'm running linear fusion swords, rocket launchers, and changing things up, I literally just swap my armor and spend the currency so I can level the armor up to you use the mods but I'm destiny rich so it's like that's not really a fair representation of how that experience is probably going for the lion share of the community that's like man I'd love to use a solar piece right now and put on you know ammo finder or scavenger or whatever you know, for my loadout, but I can't put on that piece and and level it up because I don't have the currency needed. It's pretty painful to do that. And then you might think twice about doing that because you're like, oh, do I want to invest this currency in leveling up this piece of armor because the stat roll on it's not that good, but mods seem more influential than another five points on discipline. So I guess I'll just level it up, so the lack of grind and the way that it's being implemented, it's almost making it superfluous to even look at stat rolls you're just like, mods are more influential mods are influencing my reload speed my ammo finder, my ammo capacity how much ammo I get when I pick the stuff up off the ground, like, mods just seem to be way more influential, which to their credit, I love what Bungie's done, I love the idea of swapping out mods and changing my loadout and not feeling like, well I would run different weapons and different loadouts but my armor's all out of sync, at the very least I can say, hey, you know what I want to run linear fusions right now grenade launcher a sword or whatever and I do feel like I have some layer of freedom and, and influence over that I can go over to my armor and swap those mods out and feel that sense of empowerment but with the multiple layers of on RNG on pursuit of the of the armor I think it's leading to a lot of apathy I think a lot of people just feel apathetic. They're like, I don't really care. I'm not even paying attention to the new armor. They added a whole new system this season, and it does seem like a ton of people are ignoring it. They're not paying any attention to it. They're not really fiddling around with it. It's a brand new way you know, to add power and a sense of feeling powerful in the game. And we're generally, at least in our circle, we're kind of ignoring it. Now, you may go to the comments and say, not me, Lono. I've been running it. I like it. I think it's great. But I feel like from my the feedback I've gotten on Twitter and other places and, and reading what the community is saying, it does seem that most people aren't really paying much attention to it at all. Uh, This could and should, I think, be another solid loot pursuit. I think if you look at the armor and the potential roles and the influence it can have over your sense of power, I think this could and should be a good pursuit pursuing weapons in the, the, the sundial is great right now and Bungie may come behind me and update sundial to give us a good pursuit for armor with the legend difficulty that's coming out but for now the good pursuit is just the guns and the armor's kind of falling by the wayside so let's get into some, some suggestions how could they make this better are there ways that they could improve this to give you a little bit of control not too much but some control over what you're getting and how it lands on your loadout and your sense of power and pursuit number one, I've said this idea before hitting level 10 on a piece of armor when you're leveling it up uh, to with the energy, so when you go to a piece of armor and you're going to spend all that currency, so right now this this vest is level 6, if I take this all the way up to level 10 and I spend all this currency enhancement prisms and ascendant shards and all that when I hit level 10, I, I feel there should be a one time opportunity to change the affinity because I could look at something and say you know what, I just got a great roll on, what was the thing I got, celestial nighthawk i got a 60 a total of 60 it's not a terrible roll it's decent stats but if i go in here and i'm like you know what i would much rather if this celestial nighthawk was void i should be able to take it from energy level 1 to energy level 10 is pretty costly and when i do that there should be a one-time option to say hey let me switch it to void just this once just this one time i've invested it all the way up to 10 that i believe is a worthy layer of control because it's a one time thing and it's really really costly that's my first idea for some control also I think an ornamental unlock system could be helpful here I really like the way the raid armor looks but I could never get rolls that I wanted or affinities that I liked but I love the way that it looked if there was a way to you know maybe that's another idea once you take a piece of armor all the way to level 10 maybe it unlocks it as an ornament so when new armor comes out or new pursuits come out and you really want to chase the new armor and you really want to chase the new the new perks and the new systems you don't lose that really beautiful armor that you grinded for you're like no I took this gauntlet or helmet or whatever to level 10 and I've unlocked it now as an ornament I want to caution against the idea that any piece of armor should be ornamental which is something that Paul Tassi suggested I think that's extremely dangerous for a couple of reasons. Number one, that completely invalidates any armor grind. All you gotta do is get a pair of gauntlets or a helmet from an activity and you're done with that activity. There is no armor grind, there's no stat pursuit, there's nothing. It's just, oh, I got boots, I'm done now. I got all the raid pieces, that's a universal ornament for forever. That kind of nullifies an entire side of the loot pool for any activity. Any activity that has a armor pool and a gun pool, the armor pool becomes purely transactional. I think that's a mistake. Now, but again, a system for ornamental, I would be okay with. If it takes time, investment, and a choice of the player, then that's something that you're opting to do instead of just like, oh, I got all five pieces from Escalation Protocol, or I got all five pieces from the raid. I'm done. They're all ornaments now. I can just keep using the god roll stats that I got from the season pass or something. You see, it's like all I need is one god roll gauntlet and then I'm done. And obviously I need three of every affinity, so I don't think that layer of control would be a good choice, it'd be a little bit too much. Stat rolling should also be influenced by the content difficulty, if I'm getting armor pieces in the dungeon, they shouldn't be 48s and 49s for Pete's sakes, like the stat totals on the the armor from the dungeon were terrible, the stat rolls and the trends for the armor from Garden of Salvation were also not that impressive, so stat rolls should be, I believe, influenced by where you're going as aspirational content continues to roll out you should feel a sense of like, I'm gonna go in here because it's going to be the best place for the best stat rolls. Now, the question we all have is, what about future armor? Hopefully Bungie's been thoughtful about that. you got you got to validate the current grind and the things that we've achieved and the things that we've gotten, while also motivating future grind and pursuit what am I going to be chasing and why why do I care about the new armor they got to do that balancing act and I think some of these things would help with that because it would give you that sense of investment in a piece of gear so you continue to want to use it while also feeling that pull to I really want to try this new stuff and since there's a lack of control and a lack of pursuit I don't even think about the new stuff which I think is a potential threat to future grind and future content as always we're going to switch to Q&A if you're listening to this on iTunes Google Play Spotify or watching on YouTube you can always catch me live at sayno2rage.com. as always please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about Armor 2.0 currently in the Season of Dawn. Season, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at sayno2rage.com. We've been trying to make these Q&As not super long, so I'm going to jump right in. Obey Supreme says, bringing D1 Vanilla on Xbox One will help people cope with the PvP meta? Question mark I really don't think... I don't think that's the answer right now. I don't think re- re- resurrecting or or rejuvenating any of those things are a good idea. I think they need to focus on the current, uh, the, the the current system and the current meta and the current weapons and maps. And I I think th- th- there are two big things that need addressed: matchmaking. All right, I think matchmaking needs addressed. And then number two, cheating. Like I believe those are the two pillar uh, problems right now that need to be spoken to and have quality of life passes of some sort. I know they're saying they're banning people regularly, but an outlier like a team going on 160 win streak, people getting to 5,500 glory after like 30 or 40 games, something is amiss that automated systems should be catching. And I would hope they would start to implement something automatic that would, that would catch those. Shutdown. It wasn't a shutdown. <clears throat> Uh, Jake Delta, do you think there could be a place for armor mods that could only be equipped with a specific subclass rather than having the affinity system? So armor mods that can only be equipped with a specific subclass. I think this gets more complicated because then you're going to invalidate my entire loadout if I have to switch from arc to void or something. You know, imagine being on uh, Well of Radiance and then switching to Nova Bomb and uh, your entire loadout gets like disabled. Like all your mods are like no longer working or something like that. I don't think that's the smart play or call. I think the existing system isn't terrible. Um I, I, I think the existing systems just need to be tweaked a little bit. Give us some control. Give us some, you know, semblance of influence over it, like I don't know, taking it to level 10 and then I could pick the affinity. I think that's low level influence that would, would soften that blow of pain. Like, oh my gosh, I finally got a great pair of gauntlets, but they're solar and I don't use, I never use solar mods, you know, I'm not necessarily saying give me an automated system for bands, but you could certainly, you could certainly have extreme examples and you don't need to tell us. But when somebody gets to 5,500 glory and they've played 30 or 40 games, something is amiss. When someone hits 160 wins, I mean, there could be win ratios and kill-death ratios that just draw attention. Set off an internal—it doesn't even have to be an automatic ban. When I say automated system, internally, the system could just automatically be flagging folks. And it shouldn't be that difficult to be like— yeah, there's no way. There's no way these people are legitimate. That nobody hits these numbers. Nobody hits these win ratio numbers, these kill death ratio numbers. Nobody. Nobody's hitting 5500 glory in 20 games. Like it's just something something internal should be tipping these things off. It honestly It honestly feels like it's really, really dependent on reports and they do it like every couple of days. It doesn't like when Dylan said they're doing it daily. I'm like, how do you get on a 160 game win streak though? There's no way people weren't reporting those guys. There's no way it doesn't, you know, 5,530 games could be glory lobbies too, though. All the good players got the 5,500 in a handful of games. Maybe I don't know enough about the 5500 glory rank grind. I saw pictures that seemed really crazy. People were getting the 5500 in, you know, hundreds of games, couple hundred games, and then there were others that were playing and it was they were getting it done like lightning fast. So I don't know if that image that image that image Wish showed was intended to show people are hitting it insanely fast with like 40 or 50 games, or was it showing, oh, these people are hitting it in 9, the one guy had like 9,000 games, so was he highlighting cheaters that had thousands of games, or was he highlighting cheaters that did it in a couple of games, like I, I thought he was highlighting like, there's no way people are doing this in 30 or 40 games. Or unless it was the people... There was a guy on there with like 9,000 games. And I was like, gee, many Christmas, that poor guy. Um, Unless, of course, again, that's like a bot. Rounds was the image. Oh, his image was rounds. So it was 30 or 40 rounds, not games, to get to 5,500? I saw the image and it was like, wow, people are getting to 5,500 really, really fast. Like, it seemed like that's what he was highlighting. Maybe I misread what he was showing. In any case... Internally, I feel like they could have automated systems that trigger some sort of an alarm system to be like, "You need to be monitoring these people." There can't be that many cheaters in a sea of people playing at a given time. Like every hour, you don't you don't have the ability to like monitor folks or something. I it, I don't know. It, it could just be they don't have the tech to do it on a on a on a reasonably uh, efficient or quick basis. In one of your previous talks, you mentioned how you thought the Crucible was going to be gradually removed or changed drastically because Bungie seemingly lack of focus. If Trials doesn't succeed, do you see Bungie going forward with those dramatic changes you suggested? The, uh, you know, the more I look at it, the only thing I could say is, back then, like, what I was putting my finger on was the idea that they weren't updating the game and they weren't saying anything, and it seemed strange. It seemed like they were getting ready to sort of just, like, end it. Um... But, at the same time, that could have been back then, they were quiet because they were working on the stuff they're trying to do now, and the rudder is so slow to move. We They changed hoppers, they changed games, they changed modes, they changed uh, maps were taken out of rotation, 3v3 was put in to Crucible Labs. All of those changes they did in Shadowkeep could have actually taken like a ton of work, I don't know. We don't know how internally tectonic that was like was that really really significant and really really challenging for them to do and if so well then you know they've been working on it all this time it still feels like they just don't they they don't have an idea of what they want a crucible grind to look like um, the season passes and the content seems one more time another annual pass is coming around. They're not; it's not annual. You can buy them all a cart, but we're coming right back around again to a habit and a pattern of being like Crucible gets nothing. This happened in Black Armory Drifter and you know Opulence, and it feels like it's starting to happen again. Now, again, that could be a bandwidth problem. That could be the challenges of making changes can't happen quickly. I don't know. Maybe they're putting a lot of eggs in the basket of Trials. Maybe they knew they didn't want to make significant changes because they knew they were going to have to deal with cheaters because of free-to-play on Steam. I truly don't know. It still feels like Crucible's getting very, very little uh, and it's leading to a lot of of frustration. Bird Hunter. Do you think the seasonal armor mod slot rotate will oh will rotate next season. For example, the Undying Armor would now have the Dawn slot and the Dawn would hit, rotate to the next season. I don't know why they would do this. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why you would be rotating armor like that, going in and changing to to, to have the symbol change or something. I honestly don't know what they're going to do with the armor. Right now, there doesn't seem to be a reason to like grind for any of it. There doesn't seem to be a reason for to go for the new armor unless you'd like have nothing else to chase there's no intentional way to get it and there doesn't seem to be a strong motivation to even use those new mods so maybe i haven't looked at them maybe there's some crazy builds we could come up with and and i'm missing out uh it just doesn't seem like a lot of people are focusing on it and i could be just betraying my own bias because i'm not focusing on it i'm assuming nobody else is focusing on it But typically when I say something like this, there's somebody in the crowd that's like, oh man, Lono, I've been doing it, you need to do it. The new mods, the new combinations are great. And nobody really seems to be countering the narrative that I'm putting out there. Uh, JJ Biggie, with Armor 2.0 being in the game for a couple of months now, uh what would you say is still needed to get it to the ideal point? I mean, I outlined this in my talk. I think control over affinity to a very small degree would be nice. And then having aspirational content, dropping better stats, uh, would help. Forza says, how did Bungie put so much thought into the new seasonal mod slots and didn't take two seconds to consider the activity? Were there anything close to useful? Um... I, I don't know I mean this isn't a question so I'm skipping it you're just complaining uh, the reason given that the game is free to play uh, you can't just ban players because they will make new accounts should Bungie take comp away from new light um, the the only thing I could think here is that we our idea for trials was paywall grindwall quest wall. And part of me feels like they should make people hit 950 before they can go into comp. Maybe that would help, but then you're just going to flood quick play with the botters and cheaters, and that might be a problem. Um, There's not a solid solution here, because as soon as you're like, oh, you can't come over here um, unless you spend money, you're going to funnel all the free-to-play players into one spot, which means you put all the cheaters in one spot, which... Bungie may right now be okay with comp having the brunt of it because maybe in their reports new light players might be gravitating towards quick play if there's less cheaters in quick play I'm not saying there are I'm just saying if there is you know maybe they're okay with that for the time being because they're like we don't want to funnel everybody uh, into one place I think it would be great instead of banning cheaters I would just put them in their own playlist and not let them like just they can't tell like let them play against other cheaters. I know there's certain games that do that. Now eventually they'll catch on, uh, but at least you make them spin their wheels for half a day or something. Where they they're like, Yeah, we keep getting in lobbies with cheaters, uh, and they you know it takes them a while to figure it out. Um, I, banning them, sure, they just make another account and they jump back in. And you you don't need great weapons to cheat with because you're you're literally teleporting and one shotting people. Um, so I. It, there isn't an easy solution here. If you put a paywall on one side of PvP, everybody's going to funnel to another. Um, they could try IP and equipment bans. I would wager to say a lot of these people are going to be able to get around that if they're consistently cheating. Um, they likely you know, have ways to, to jump right back in, whether they're spoofing their equipment or they can change their IP. So, unfortunately, this is one of the reasons why we probably haven't heard too much about it because they... They don't have a quick solution. And I, you know, I said, I said that if, if they talk about cheating, it's, it's dangerous. If they talk about cheating, it cuts two ways. There's two ways that it cuts. Number one, you're promoting the fact that your game has cheating and people might be like, forget that game. I don't want to play that game. Okay. It also cuts another way. Oh, you can cheat in destiny. And then a bunch of people like make new accounts to come in and cheat because they feel like it or they're like well I'm sick of the cheaters I'm going to start cheating you know there there is there is so many um, there's so many things that come from a company coming out and speaking about cheating I I think it just hit a fever pitch in the community. People are fed up because it is it's swelling, and anytime it swells like that, people are gonna lash out and get ticked off. There's nothing worse than getting home from work or sitting down to stream or whatever it is you're doing, and you're gonna you know you're gonna play Crucible for the next couple hours and you face cheaters the whole time. Like that, uh, there's nothing fun about that. I remember when that happened to us in Fortnite, and I literally was like, "You're no different than the creepy guy that like harasses and stalks somebody, you know?" and like. Follows them home from work. You're no different. Like, you're following streamers around and stream sniping them. Like, it's freaking sadistic. And um, I remember being so annoyed and getting very angry. And that was in Fortnite for, like, an afternoon. The cheating that people have been dealing with, they've been dealing with for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, And I don't know if it's not worse than any other game. Maybe any other free-to-play game, Eugene. And a lot of those free-to-play games eventually got things under control. So get uh get on get on a morty says um uh get on me morty says how do you feel about destiny 2 on steam is it better than battle net i feel like i have more connectivity problems and more errors and obviously we've got free to play and cheaters coming in so um i don't feel like it's been a huge i don't think it's been a huge step up just enough you think exotic armor should get seasonal mod slot using exotic limits what you can do with the seasonal stuff um, and flame is saying that overwatch and CS:GO are all worse than destiny cheater wise. Well, then maybe we aren't used to it. And I don't know if, I don't know if that's the most comforting comeback. <laughs> like, like, man, so many houses are getting broken into in our neighborhood. Well, there's another neighborhood that's way worse. It's like, yeah, but I'm my house is still getting broken into. <laughs> um, I think I missed some resubs. Uh, twenty-two months from AK Jedi. Thank you, Cryptochronics with two months and a brand new Prime sub from Bro Uh Broke Iron. Uh, thank you, or Broke Iron Iron maybe. Thank you very much. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. Enjoy ad-free viewing. If you guys are sick of seeing ads on Twitch, subbing to my channel gets you ad-free viewing when you're here. Um, so. The exotic armor question that you're posing I think is a good question. I would rather than focus on exotic guns first so that we can use the champion modifiers on them. Not modifiers in general, just the champion modifiers. And then I also think beyond that, you know, exotics, armor, I don't think it's that limiting. I don't think it's hurting you that much. And besides, the exotic comes with like a pretty significant influence on its own. Like, just this morning, I was running, you know, Orpheus Rigs. Well, Orpheus Rigs is so influential, I don't need that slot. (laughs) It's so helpful with what it offers. Uh, KAJ Gaming with a brand new Prime sub. Thank you so much, another new sub. Thanks for using your Prime sub here. Enjoy your dope badge emotes and ad-free viewing. So, yeah, I, I I don't know if this is a front burner issue. Maybe later on. Um, they could do something with it, you know, but for now, I think guns are exotic guns are more important. They're getting really sidelined. I still use exotic armor pieces. Uh, Ubisoft has done the best cheat wise on rainbow six siege. You run into them. Uh, but they also have a pop up in the top right corner that displays when someone is banned and I will see like five bands in the course of one game and they're on it. It definitely helps when you see people banned, like seeing people banned in the lobbies in Fortnite, like you would go to, there was that famous, you know, clip of, of Tim darkness going to shoot somebody and the guy disappeared and it said he was banned in the, in the feed. And it's like, that's pretty satisfying. You know, Pico with 46 months Mandalorian show, um, was just a venue to sell baby Yoda merch. Disney, you sly. You got me. That's not true. Well, maybe it is. Thank you, Pico, for 46 months, dude. You the homie. That's a long time. Uh, you're one of the few people that can hit for 46 months. Um, next question. Uh, Ream Team Extreme says, I got taken armaments from shacks, but I can't find the armor that accepts it. Uh, pff, did, you, did, did you do something old and outdated? I don't honestly know. I don't know why you got them. If you got them and they're new, uh, I don't know if they have an affinity. Um... I don't know if uh, I don't honestly know where does taken armaments go now it, taken armaments from shacks reverie dawn um, that was a last wish mod yeah it sounds like maybe you got it from something from something outdated did you turn in something I don't know um, taken goes on dreaming city armor yeah taken armaments comes from the last wish raid yeah, I don't know why you would have gotten it from shacks so That doesn't sound right. Voorhees. Not sure if you talked about this, but what do you think about Iron Banner giving the same weapons that they have been giving as rewards since Forsaken? Iron Banner is another piece that's been seemingly kind of ignored. Um doesn't it it doesn't it doesn't seem like they put a lot of like thought into giving you new weapons and then the one new weapon they were going to give you the bow it's in collections but it's it's not not ready I if I if I had to guess what's going on if you look at the content it's kind of easy to deduce what's happening Bungie wants to give people stuff that are spending money Uh, and I don't like to say it that way, but Iron Banner is free. So if I'm spending $10 every season and I'm getting kind of annoyed at maybe I don't think there's enough guns or enough loot or enough whatever, but I see Iron Banner getting free guns and free updates, you know, new, new guns and new armor that's free for everybody, I don't know. It might start to kind of land on me differently. I think when they're triaging right now, they're saying, listen, we want to give as much as we possibly can to the people spending $10 and... That means Iron Banner's getting the short end of the stick. They wanted a whole weapon pool for Sundial. Um, they wanted some exotics this season, you know, that we haven't even gotten all of them yet. Uh, so that would be that would be my guess is that they're looking at it and saying we need to fill the funnel of stuff that's paid for, not the free stuff. Uh, think about it what are we what are we doing right now uh, and what are we getting in the dawning we're getting an SMG that's kind of already in the game they did the same thing with festival of the Lost, like they had a weapon but it, it was a weapon that was already in the game so I don't I don't think they're um, I don't think that they're going to it, with limited bandwidth and limited ability to create stuff they're not gonna prioritize the the, the loot pool of a free event um, Have they given justification for removing faction rallies? When they took it out the same time they took out Trials, they just said it wasn't landing in the game that they wanted it. The community didn't seem to to be... I don't know if they mentioned the community. It was like, it's not landing in the game that they wanted it to land, and it would be going on a hiatus nurgle says sorry if this has been asked have you have i just been unlucky or is it a known issue that eight of my pinnacle iron banner bounties have decrypted as weapons and no armor just wanted to know before i did my third character apparently that's like a thing if you don't isn't this somebody said this earlier doesn't it only give you guns if you haven't completed something somebody said this earlier they said one of the complaints is that you can't get armor if you don't finish the quest if you don't finish the quest is what people are in chat are saying so you're going to just get guns from the bounties and no armor if you don't finish the quest so if you just want guns then that's great but if you want the armor you got to you got to finish the quest Dupless. I got this idea from 30 when I was in his stream the other day. Do you think that we should have a way to make the seasonal mod slot and put it on any armor we want? It just sucks that Bungie makes this cool armor only to just abandon it with each new season. Well, first of all, we don't know that they're going to be abandoning the all those new things like charge with light. We have no idea what the status of those things are next season. And the mods for the raid are still relevant to the raid, and the mods for nightmare hunts are still relevant to the nightmare hunts. So, if you're going to run Nightmare Hunts, if you're going to run the Garden of Salvation Raid, those mods and those armor pieces are still valid and still and still relevant. I've said this so many times, they have to straddle two worlds. Number one, they can't invalidate everything you're grinding for, but they also have to incentivize you to chase new stuff. Why am I going to give two rips about any of the new armor if I have all god rolls that can do everything new that you throw at me? Oh, what's that? New mods called Charged with Light? Sweet. I have slots for that. All my armor's god roll. All my armor's leveled up to level 10. There's like. There's two things that have to coexist. They have to respect the fact that you went for armor and went for stuff in the previous season. But they also can't let that be the be all end all, like you never need to chase armor ever again. They have to do both. And I would say their approach currently isn't terrible. The main problem with armor is a lack of intentionality in pursuit for it. So even if you did want to get the new stuff, it just doesn't seem like there's a really, really great path to do that. Blade, do you think that it's expensive to upgrade armor to masterwork or upgrade? No, I don't think it's that. Pro- I don't think it's a problem. Remy, do you feel that the new charge light system is being overlooked because of how powerful the combination of armor one and two is when considering charge light mods require two pieces? Uh, minimum. No, I don't know a ton of people that are still doing a 1.0 2.0 combo. I'm certainly not, and that's not, I'm not motivated to do it because there just doesn't seem to be a path to get the armor. Hey Shiz, do you think a solution to armor intentionality could be to give us a consumable item that prioritizes a certain stat or affinity over the next, on the next armor drop? This could be an item added to ordeals or other higher level content. I don't know if you want to add another currency or if you want to add another thing that's like, oh, I'm going to pop this and get a propensity for a stat or an affinity. To me, I take an existing system, affinity, and leveling up a gun, and I'm like, just use the existing systems. When you level up a piece of armor all the way to level 10, you can change the affinity one time. Those those systems already exist. I'm just kind of tacking on to them. Um, So... uh, Spectra Spectra says, do you think the seasonal vendor with an obelisk type system that you mentioned before would be a good seasonal armor so we could grind affinity and rolls? Anytime an NPC looks like an obelisk, I'm going to be excited because you've got frames, you've got level, you've got like a seasonal grind, something to work on. If you do that to an NPC, I would just make it a slower, a slower grind. Um... The grind, the grind for um, the grind for the obelisk was like too fast, and it, it hit like a breakneck speed whenever Saint showed up because Saint had triumphs that were giving us the fractal line, and he had bounties. So his hit like a fever pitch. I mean, he he really ramped it up. And so, I would say if you do that to an NPC, you could do weapon frames and you could do armor frames for some of the intentionality, and then again give benefits in the season to you know if you're going to if you're going to be leveling up there's like a benefit to that season so that you're not constantly feeling like um it's it's like oh you know there's nothing we can do i'm stuck i can't get what i want that would at least give you some intentional lanes to like throw yourself in for certain armor pieces Uh, Jinja 300. A bit off topic, but do you think subclasses should have intrinsic champion mods? For example, ARC subclass could have anti-barrier, solar overload, and void being unstoppable. I don't know, because currently the main way that you take down a a shield or stun an unstoppable or overload, overload somebody, you just do it by shooting them, and I think that that works. I just think that they've limited... They've limited the mods in a way that's unhelpful. You can't put them on exotics, and who wants to run a scout or a bow in Sundial? And if you do, you might get sick of it at the end of the season. I continue to think anti-barrier, overload, and, and unstoppable, those mods should be universal for all primaries. So if you want to run a hand cannon, an SMG, an auto rifle, whatever the frick you want to run in Sundial, you run it and you throw the champion mod on. And if you want people to experiment and try different guns and try different loadouts, you motivate that with modifiers. So you go into the sundial, and they're like, this week, your champions take increased damage and stun damage from sidearms, and unstoppables take increased damage and stun damage from bows. And so you're like, well, I really don't run sidearms or bows, but I mean, I'll try it this week, you know? Um... Uh, that I think is the better way to approach it. Uh, intrinsic to the subclass would be weird because then you'd be like having to save your grenade probably for that. You know, like I don't know. B four twenty Greenside. Do you think ghost shells should have the same system as the armor system, being able to swap modes in and out? Uh, got the cool time and I spent the shell and I can't use it because the perks aren't as good as Eric, Eris's. Oh, Eris's shell. Eric's shell. Good old Eric Morn. Um. yeah ghosts are in a weird spot not a front burner issue but I do think it would be nice to just be like Oh, what's this got? EDZ combo detector. Excellent. And then I should be able to just swap this for whatever I want and swap this for everyone. Like, I should be able to adjust these. Why not? Like, I don't understand. Same deal on a Sparrow. Yeah, I got this dope Sparrow. What's it got? Oh, it doesn't have instant summon? Sweet. I guess I'm going to pull nine from my collections until I get the right one. Like, I don't know. I-, I think little things like that would make for nice quality updates. Not not front burner issue, but it would be nice. L- little nice quality updates for the players. VGS Grandmaster everyone love the new affinity armor system do you think Bungie will give in to some of the players complaints and change the way it currently works I think I, I honestly think this I think my suggestion is one of the more likely things to happen that they allow you to change affinity for a significant cost and they may limit it to one time or something like that but I think that's the most likely outcome they either do nothing or that arcanist armor 2.0 seems a bit too restrictive for several rewards considering the mods themselves have a point cost what would your thoughts be if they would eliminate the mod slots altogether and just move towards a pick 10 system again i think working within the systems they build is better than creating a brand new system they just created a brand new system why not tweak it and work it you want to jettison a system they just launched for another one that has that has the that's likely to create more problems than it solves kaj gaming we've had armor 2.0 for a couple months now what improvements can you see to make it better that's what my whole video is about as well as a lot of these questions that's too generic sorry silent service do you see any way a ranking system could be added to the game for both pve and pvp both uh had boards for clears or time or points based off of the old nightfall card gives another reason to pass just pinnacles uh to do raids or pvp i would love to see just curious if you'd like to see it before you even get there i feel like that's a phase two kind of a thing i don't think this is a bad idea i think this is cart before the horse number one boards for clears and times like a, like a like a competitive element to like ranking for crucible or pve or something seems like something that would come after the fact right now uh shacks and zavala need updated so that i have a reason to grind strikes or crucible they need to look like the obelisk there needs to be frames you know seasonal frames that update so i can grind for particular weapons that they have for that season and then seasonal benefits that when i get to level 25 or 50 or whatever i get benefits while running strikes or crucible or something like that and then have a ghost sparrow and a ship that are exotic as like a an even maybe an ornament or a shader that are way out there as long seasonal grind benefits do that first okay Do that first, because if you do that and you give people a reason to be in the daily, weekly ritual grind of those activities and those hoppers, now you're good to say, all right, now that the funnels are full again, or... Or healthy again, healthier than they are now. Now let's start to do some leaderboards and some and some speed run boards and stuff like that. That would be really cool. I think I think you got to do it in that order. I think if you do your idea first, people be like, that's kind of that's kind of window dressing. Like I don't have any real reason. To, there's no there's no loot incentive or grind or any reason to jump in Crucible or 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 you know Strikes right now. There's almost no reason to go do it on a weekly daily ritual give me that first then start tracking how fast or how high people get ranked glass arena with 12 months have not been too active lately but it's great to see the changes the past year cheers to another one thank you dude that's a whole year that's a red badge thank you josh with the spoon do you think armor 1.0 should have instead gone with the preset stat distributions on specific armor sets uh, with actual stat values themselves being somewhere between a set minimum maximum instead of completely random stats on armor um. Yeah. Maybe that's real specific. I don't. I don't have a strong opinion on what they did with Armor 1.0. Uh, T Funk. Do you think raid challenges should reward raid ornaments? I think this would be a cool way. Uh, not in this season. Uh, but not in the season that it launched. Right. Like launch contest modifier for Leviathan. Put random rolls on the guns, and then do ornaments for the guns in the in the in the, in the in the armor. I'd be grinding the frick out of that. As much as I don't like Leviathan, it'd be fun to try to get that stuff. Oh, you meant Armor 2.0 let me reread your question I think armor 2.0 should have instead of gone with preset stat distributions on specific armor sets with the actual stat values themselves being somewhere between a set minimum maximum instead of completely random I don't know if this is the right call Josh because like I think random stats works if we have some control over the affinity think about how much control they gave us homie like i can i can go the the mod swapping that i do is just silly special ammo scavenger power ammo scavenger double linear fusion reserves uh light arms loader enhanced rifle loader i was running double primary two heavy ammo finders uh better already guardian angel recovery mod like look, look at all that and i can change all that in an instant I can change all that in an instant. I can go to, like right now, I've got linear fusion reserves. I don't need that. I'm running a rocket launcher. Like, I can go in and change all that. You get a lot of control. You get a lot of control. We need to be careful. We assume we assume certain things are just kind of there and we forget that they're really, really good value points. Those are great value points. That level of control with mod swapping and changing is great. I don't think we want to go further and make it even easier for you to get like God tier stat rolls on armor or really good stat rolls. Like the randomization of the stats is the, is the part of this game that works random rolls on guns, random stat rolls on armor that just works. It's the affinity that I think is really disrupting things. Uh, T-Funk. Do you think the raid challenge should reward ornament? Oh no, I went back a question. Sorry. Dark Seraphim. Do you think making all future armor have a spe- uh, specialty slot better? That way you could grind for a god roll on something like we know how it looks and then work towards getting the mods that drop in specific seasons to grind for work towards. I think people will still grind. I mean, you're basically saying, should they do the thing that they're doing? They're kind of doing that now. There was a slot for the last season and you can run nightmare mods and, and garden of salvation mods on it. And then this season, there's the new, there's the new season slot and you can run the charge with lights you know mods on it. Now as far as like a specialty slot you gotta be careful. I don't know exactly what the right call is here for Bungie, okay? Because if they keep siloing content like uh, if they keep siloing loot like that, like, well, all that stuff's not worth it. Uh, you know, it's all getting left behind. It's all siloed into that season. It's got a specialty slot for that season. Um, it can, I think it can start to feel like very very it's almost like episodic I'm telling you I, I just ah, universal slot is what you meant man you guys are all struggling instead of a specialty slot a universal slot okay well that 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 was like the first question from Duplis sort of it's like that runs the risk of just you get a bunch of great armor and then you're kind of done Hey, we got new armor for the spring season. I don't freaking care. I have all this armor with great stat rolls, the right affinities. I've leveled it all up to level 10, and I have a universal seasonal slot, so I can put whatever whatever it is you got in there. Now, I will say this. That could work paired with other changes. You'd have to make simultaneous changes in order for that to work well. Number one maybe there's a way for you to like unlock ornamental versions of the armor that's new. So you're like, Oh, those new armor sets are dope from the new raid from the new activity, but you've got to work toward unlocking it as an ornament. So you don't just get a pair of gauntlets and you're done. That's now a universal ornament. I don't think that's the right idea. Maybe you'd have to work for it and unlock it. Uh, another thing that we talked about, you know, investing heavy amounts of materials just to change the affinity you'd still maybe feel that pull to be like, well, these are God Roll Void, but Bungie's really made a lot of changes. There's some really, really great loadouts and I would need Solar for that or something. It's just really, really difficult to do that. It could work for past seasons, not future. But now you're going in the other direction, Melms. Now you're going in the other direction. Now you're saying, all I gotta do is grind for the new armor, and I can use all the old armor mods, so all those god rolls I got for Garden of Salvation or Nightmare Hunts, now all that armor is irrelevant. Like I said, when Dupless asked the opening question, they're straddling both worlds. They can't invalidate what you grinded for in Season of the Undying, but they also have to incentivize you to chase stuff in Season of Dawn. You're swinging the pendulum in another direction. Well, all future armor could use the old mods. Great. Now, I leveled all this stuff up to level 10 energy, and it it can run garden mods and nightmare hunt mods, but all the new stuff can run it. So now all this stuff's freaking pointless. All I got to do is start getting better mods, and you, and I have to get the better armor, the new armor, if I want to run the new, the new and better mods. Before Shadowkeep came out, I said that... The biggest challenge facing Bungie is not creating dope-looking stuff or content loops. They can do that. They can create a content loop and dope-looking stuff. They've proven that time and time again. They're five years in, man, and they're still putting out really, really good solid. It's like a band that's been around for a long time, and their albums are still kicking. Bungie's doing a great job. It's it's impressive. They can create good content loops and really good-looking stuff. The big question is, is it scalable? How do you scale this? i get a bunch of god roll armor in one season because you give me a way to do that you give me loot to chase and i get it what am i going to chase next season well new guns and new perks they definitely did that with the sundial but i don't feel any draw to the new armor i just don't and if you make it too strong of a draw like well, you need the new armor if it becomes a necessity now you're like well my old stuff stinks uh, the scalability of the armor system and the grind, I think, is sig- significantly challenging because you're always going to be stuck with that idea that the old has to matter, but the new has to be alluring. And I just don't think there's an easy answer to that question. Jake Delta. Do you think masterworking armor is somewhat useless considering that every season we need new armor sets with new mods? No, I mean, I just addressed this. If you ever want to run Garden or if you ever want to run Nightmare Hunts, those those armor sets are needed if you want to run those mods. K.A.J. Gaming. I brought this up. I brought up making Saint-14 Quest a time-gated prereq for Trials in another stream of yours. What are ways you could see them improving their banhammer to make sure Trials is a success? Well, number one, make them grind to 950. Make them buy the season, and then do a do a staggered quest. As soon as you hit 950, it's like a two week quest with Saint. Only problem there is recoveries could still cheat, but but you would hope that if somebody's cheating on a recovery, that that person would get banned, and then that person's business would really really slow down. Everybody that's getting this guy to do their recoveries is getting their accounts banned. Like you're not gonna that's not gonna go over very well. People are like paying you to do a recovery, and then they lose all their stuff. It's like the opposite of what they want <laughs> it's like taking a banana out of the banana stand and throwing it into the trash and taking money out of the register like you're getting hit from both ends you spent money and you lost your stuff you didn't get anything for it so I that's the best they could do but again that's not going to prevent recoveries uh, but again recoveries would dry up quick if somebody's doing recoveries and everybody who pays that guy you know is getting their account banned that person's not going to have a business for very long Ashen Hollow, is seasonal armor even landing right? Should they have just universal season mod? We've addressed the universal season question a couple times already. Ashen, uh, that's fine. You submitted it before I answered. Golden, do you? You may not like this format, but hear me out. What if we just have a universal seasonal mod slot? The mods are acquired by season, but to make the armor appealing, those armor will have an intrinsic perk that make those mods cheaper or not affinity type dependent. Okay. No, uh, that's, yeah, that's not bad. I actually, I actually think this is pretty good. I think this is, I actually think this is pretty good. There's always money in the banana stand. That's right. So if you're like, hey, I really love my armor, but I want to run, I want to run the new mods, it's a little bit more costly for me to do that. If I got some of the new armor, it would be a little bit cheaper. I think the dilemma, the dilemma is, Ah yeah, it's it's almost like Yeah, I don't know. Because that, that could run into the same problem as and people are like, well, the new stuff's always better. The new stuff's always better. Or well, you could say Garden of Salvation and Nightmare Hunt mods would work the exact same way. You could you could slot those into the season of Dawn Armor, but since they don't have a season matched affinity, it costs more or something. Um yeah, that might actually be a pretty good solution to the idea. Um, that might that might be a pretty good solution. That That's more middle ground. Yeah, I can still run my armor from uh, Season of the Undying. I don't feel like changing. I, yeah, it costs me a little bit extra to use the mods, but it's okay. I sacrifice a little recovery or uh, you know a, a, some ammo reserves or something, and that way I can run these cool new mods for this new activity or something. Omniverity. You think Destiny should adopt an armor system akin to Diablo or the Division? The more pieces you have, the more perks you get from that set. Perk sets and armor sets just aren't in the cards right now. I don't think for this game, maybe in a future version of the game, but they're not presently building a system that would work with that. Uh Martini Glass. I'm not sure how this would fit into the paid season pass cycle, but there was a thread on Reddit stating that perhaps Destiny could benefit from a season akin to Rainbow Six's Operation Health, which was a total overhaul of quality of life system fixes and adjustments. How do you think that would affect a 2 player base or worse? Um, I mean, you'd have to do that in the spring probably, you know, remember the April update? In D1? You'd have to do something like that in the spring. I don't know how well that would go over. I really don't. Um. Now, if they made really, really good changes and really, really fired up the PC, I'm sorry, the PVP community, it could really recoup a lot of players. I think the biggest challenge would be your PVE players that are like, what are we supposed to do? I, the quality of life for PVE is not that bad. There's marginal things you could change, but it's like, what am I going to grind for? Is there a season pass? Is there loot? Is there an activity? I don't know. It'd be really hard. I think with a game like Rainbow Six, it's a little bit different because it's not like a hobbyist grind PVE game. Um, you know? And this is. And clearly the PVE player base is is doing just fine. You know? They were, they were averaging about a million players a day for PVE last season, and they're right in the same pocket this season. A million players a day for PVE is not too shabby. And you know crucible is what took the hit i don't think you want to hurt that million a day player base by offering nothing but quality of life adjustments that sometimes the average player joe schmo player has no freaking clue that you've done quality of life updates he's just tuning in for his weekly daily ritual and if there's nothing new that might not go over that well I love your movie. Says, do you think systems like the Obelisk are sustainable and/or scalable? I feel these bounty frame systems push players to engage in the most efficient activity rather than engaging in a variety of activities. To me, this causes the game to feel stale, even if there is a new content, because I'm just going to the same law sectors to efficiently complete the task. You've got your, you've got the right target but I don't think you're aiming at it I think you're aiming at something else there is a definite dissonance between doing bounties and the activities themselves you just tend to silo off and go into a lost sector I think the two primary problems with bounties right now, number one, your teammates work against you, so they're not shared, so if you're trying to get kills and they steal the kill or whatever, it makes your progress slow down. Number two, they're not really activity-specific, so if you grab a bunch of Vanguard bounties, sure, it's strike-specific, but if you're also grabbing Gunsmith bounties, Ava Levante's bounties, and, and the Obelisk weeklies, they're... There should be something in those bounties that's driving you to activities. The obelisk bounties, I've continued to say, should be split down the middle. If you grab the EDZ weeklies, one of those weekly bounties should be do stuff on the EDZ. Your teammates aren't going to interfere with that. If you're running Lost Sectors, Public Events, Patrols, they can help make that go faster. The other weekly for the EDZ should drive you to the sundial. So what would you do? You'd grab your eight weeklies, you'd do all your planetary stuff with a buddy or another buddy, and then you'd run to the sundial, and your buddies would help there too. Again, it's activity specific, it's more natural in the play flow, and your teammates aren't interfering. I just feel like you're aiming at the wrong thing here. It's not that the obelisk isn't scalable, it's not that the obelisk is the problem, the bounty frame system's not the problem, it's the requirements, it's the logistical nature of how they're working. Frames and bounties and all these things aren't bad in and of themselves, it's, man, I can get this done way better not doing activity or being by myself. Those two things need to change. They need to be activity focused. So you're like, hey, go run the sundial, or hey, go run strikes, which to be to their credit, Vanguard does that. And the other thing it should be is I, I shouldn't I shouldn't struggle because I'm playing with other players. Right? I was going to disagree about the bounties and then I remembered I was in a lost sector doing a bounty. Right. I just today there was good synergy. Right? I grabbed all the Vanguard, all the Gunsmith, all the Obelisks, and I went to that spot on the moon where the Vex keep coming out of the gate, which is basically the entrance to Garden of Salvation Raid, and I got a bunch done there, and then I ran three adventures, and I was looking for Cabal, and then I ran strikes and was looking for Cabal, because the, the Obelisk had me killing Cabal, and then I had to run strikes for the Vanguard anyway, so I was switching weapons for the Gunsmith stuff, and I was killing Cabal. Like It felt really, really good to have synergy, and I had people with me, and it didn't feel like they were really interfering, right? Also keep in mind, the people that were playing with me weren't shooting a lot of the ads, which, that's unusual, right? If you match make into a strike or the strike playlist, or you pick a particular strike because you know it has Cabal or something, you're still going to be facing the problem of, like, there's people around you shooting and killing stuff, so you almost have to have friends that are going to agree to kind of kind of share everything. So, they're, they're, these two lanes have got to be thought about. How do you make bounties that just naturally promote activity engagement? And second, how do you make it so that I don't feel like I have to go play by myself? Filthy. Do you think the champion system increased reliance on weapon type specific bounties and are starting to break the quintessential destiny loop of get cool weapons to drop? Uh, go use the cool weapon in the content. Well, I don't think that the, the weapon type specific bounties are so short lived. It's not that big of a deal. And I think it's fine to, to, to shake things up. I do think the, the champion modifier system, I have a whole video on that. So yeah, I think that that's funneling us to weapons in an unhealthy way. It should be more about, hey, if you run this weapon this week, it's stronger in the sundial. If you run this weapon this week, it's stronger in the sundial. Instead of what we, what we presently get is for this entire season, if you want to interact with mo- you know the, if you want to interact with the, the champions in the sundial, you have to use a bow or a scout and I just think that's frustrating. Uh, Zugar, how about making armor roll without an affinity and step one of adding mods is picking an affinity. Once you pick it, it's locked but you get to choose. Um, yeah, I just think you're putting it on the wrong end. You might not have heard my suggestion. I think you should be able to choose it once and it's locked once you take it all the way to level 10. There should be a bit of a commitment of of currency and time and grind if you're going to let somebody pick the affinity of something, they sh- I don't think they should be able to just pick it up front out of the gate, I don't agree with that, I think it's it, I, I, I agree with your with your, the spirit of what you're saying, I just think it should come after they've spent currency and leveled up the gear and obviously then they're running activities right, they're running nightfalls they're trying to get the essence, I'm sorry they're trying to get the enhancement prisms, they're trying to get the ascendant shards, these are these are things that naturally um these things just naturally come with playing the game and then that's the way it should feel you should feel that sense of reward of like well i'm grinding activities i'm leveling up i'm getting stuff and i'm rewarded with higher ability for mods choosing my affinity on you know the armor it it kind of trivializes it a little bit if it's like hey all you got to do is pick it as soon as it drops. You know, I think it trivializes it just a little bit. I've just considered. I've just continued to consider the fact that. Um, uh, I've just considered to say that it's not about the affinity system being bad. It's about the affinity system being like it trips you up. You just want to use these guns, these weapons, whatever, and you get a great roll on some gauntlets or a helmet or a chest piece and it's just like, yeah, but it's the wrong affinity. Um, Or, if they're trying to promote weapon diversity and changing your loadout, like I was running a sword, then I was trying linear fusions, then I was doing grenade launchers, like I'm changing things up. If I want to be, you know, max strength on ammo reserves and ammo finder, I'm constantly changing my mods, which means I got to change my armor, which means I got to invest materials for affinity and it just starts to feel... I, like I said in my talk, I'm ignoring stats and I'm literally just swapping mods. Like that's all I'm doing. I don't necessarily think that's the best approach to it. It should be more about, I really want to get a great piece and then capstone it by leveling it up. And then I have multiple pieces I can swap between whenever I'm swapping mods and swapping my loadout. So... We're going to keep discussing. If you guys want to submit questions or discuss other topics, feel free to do that. I'm going to wrap the podcast, though. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at sayno2rage.com. And if you're here live right now, stick around. Don't go anywhere. Click follow. Uh, And to the people listening elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe.